Welcome to Killer Kush Podcast, a podcast where we smoke the trash singing, mash flinging, the flash springing, ringing, the, the crash dinging, the. Yes, the hash slinging slasher. And talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Nick, my pronouns are they, he. And my name's Claire, my pronouns are she, her. Welcome to episode 62. Hi, everyone. Hi. We've been gone. Hi. <laughs> we've on a we've been on a little hiatus a, a, a little some baby minty bees minty bees baby <laughs> some minty bees were had some illnesses were had yeah claire got bronchitis the kitis i got depression <laughs> <laughs> um i, I had a show yeah claire caught some some big d as well <laughs> ginormous d um i had a concert you performed at navy pier that already happened on the podcast okay. history yes the hash slinging slasher microphone problems uh, <laughs> ha 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 welcome back to this is gonna be the hashing our problems episode hashing our fucking problems episode. Is that, does that make sense yeah Hash slinging. The hash, hash slinging. Slashlinging. <laughs> hash slinging slasher. Um, Claire. That should be the sound of the week. Yeah, I'll do it. Hell yeah. Nick, remember that. Yes. The hash slinging slasher. Thanks, Nick. Claire, how's your week? Uh. Birds. Better, better, better than it. Well, honestly, this has been the best week it's been so far in probably a month and a half two months i would say like most of april and may could be a fucking wash yeah that shit hurted that shit hurted <laughs> ouch. I feel like ouch that shit hurted in all the ways yeah um so it could only go up yeah from here uh we say that here a little too frequently. Yeah, we, we can do. Only go up we're always it. like, things can only go up, right? And then next week we come back and we're like, well, it's been a month and we wanted to die the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So I guess things didn't go up. Bimbos I, I didn't do bounce back. It, yeah. <laughs> bimbos did not bounce back. No, but that's the great thing about bimbos is they're so fucking bouncy. Yeah. That we're bouncing back right now. Yeah, I just we just bounced for a while until now we're bouncing back, you know? Absolutely. Um, Somebody dribble does. Like, <laughs> like like LeBron James. That's a basketball player, right? That is a basketball player. Is he the dead one? I think so. Rip. Rip in peace. Moment of silence. But the birds. Birds. <laughs> the birds. Uh, I think I'm going to start doing that more where I just give Nick words uh to remind me of things that I was going to say, because um, yeah. the ADHD's been ADHDing, yeah, uh, through these troubling times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the birds. Okay, I just thought this was a really fun little story, and you have to listen to the session to find it out. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. All right. Uh, what should I tell in the session? Sound good. 
I don't know. I have nothing good to offer these days and age. We could just do a little ketchup. A little ketchup? A little ketchup and mustard? A little a ketchup? Okay, let's uh, flip over to the session, and uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Yes, the hash slinging slasher. Welcome back. Hi, everyone. Hi there. We are well-fed Juiced up. Juiced up, ready to go, ready to dive into the story. Claire, do you know about Skinwalker Ranch? No, it. I've heard that term a few times. Skinwalkers or Skinwalker Ranch? Both. Okay. Well. I have no, I actually have little to no ideas though about the ranch part of it. Well, I'm excited to tell you about it. Uh, so most of these notes are from all that's interesting, and then some of it is from the Skinwalker Ranch website. Since 1996, Skinwalker Ranch has established itself as a possible paranormal hotspot. For some theorists, the 512-acre plot of land in Utah potentially holds the answers to UFO and crop circle phenomena. Some even believe extraterrestrial activity regularly happens there. The Ballard property, derived from its name from the Navajo folktale of the Skinwalker, a legend has it, is an ominous being as a malevolent witch. It transforms itself into any creature that it chooses. So that's what a Skinwalker is. Um, they're typically four-legged mammals like coyotes, but Skinwalkers can sometimes appear as owls or crows. Crows? Uh, oh, okay. Listen to the session, please. All of you, any of you... I think we should just start posting it for fucking free at this point because <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. But uh, I told a, a little fun story about the murderous, murderous crows in yeah. my parents' neighborhood, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Listen and find out. But I believe it. So while skeptics think this whole concept is just a myth, eyewitnesses account across decades beg to differ. On top of that, there's more to this ranch than just shapeshifters. Cattle have been found mutilated in oddly surgical, bloodless manner on the property. So like, very specific cuts on the cow that isn't like, it's leaking blood. So it's not like they got bit, it's not like, it's like, like surgically, yeah, like somebody knew what they were doing, yeah. yeah. And alleged UFO sightings have been plentiful in the sky, and some have even called this place cursed. It all began with Terry Sherman, who essentially fled his newly bought property after experiencing too much unusual activity to handle. Almost nobody knew about the site until the Desert News published an article called Frequent Flyers? Question mark? <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> Cute. Sure are. <laughs> On June 30th, 1996, Terry Sherman was quoted... For a long time, we wondered what we were seeing, if it had something to do with top-secret projects. I don't really know what to think about it. The couple and their teenage son and their 10-year-old daughter all claimed that they had seen three specific types of UFOs numerous times during the 15 months they lived there. So they're like, we're all seeing them. Like, me, you, the neighbor, everybody's fucking seeing them. This is just crazy. Weird animals are dying on my farm. Do they know like how many, how many people were seeing this of the group? Like everybody in the, the family. Area? I don't know about the area, but everybody in the family saw them. Okay, but like neighbors. I don't any know. any like 
I'm assuming, yeah, if people are talking about it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, it's not just them. Um, But so they said that they saw three specific types of UFOs. Uh, One of them being small and boxy. Another one was about 40 feet long. And the third was an enormous craft the size of several football fields. Small and boxy. Small and boxy. All in the sky? All in the sky. And to their credit, the Shermans videotaped two of their sightings. I could not find footage of this, but I'm sure it's probably on their website somewhere. Meanwhile, they also observed crop circles. One instance, they saw three eight-foot circles in a triangular pattern, 30 feet from each other on flattened grass. As time went on, incidents on Skinwalker Ranch only got weirder and scarier. Scarier than a crop circle? If I saw a crop circle, you best believe I'd be moving to a different country. I'd be like, oh, Jimmy pranked us again. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, shucks. Because, like, oh, what's yeah, the point Iowa? of a crop circle? Have you ever seen a crop circle? No. I mean, like, yes for, like, Halloween things i see but no because that's like a real thing right crop circles are yeah they happen i don't know if they're really by aliens or not because i don't really get what i mean it's like maybe they're trying to communicate something to us but it's like girl what what give us the key spell it out out. we need like english use your your english girl yeah it's like being so human and annoying annoying so he we say that about literally people that speak different languages (laughs) (laughs) in america we're like yeah literally just us being dumb as fuck yeah so one night a flying light followed gwen sherman on her drive home on another night while terry sherman was out in the fields with the family dogs he heard male voices speaking an unfamiliar language and they seemed to be speaking about 25 feet above him. His dogs reacted wildly to these voices. That would freak me out. Hearing something above me. And like when your dog freaks out and you you truly don't know why, that's scary too. Yeah, it is. Like have you ever had the dogs truly freak out and you cannot explain why? Yeah. Yeah? I was showering one time and I thought I heard the door open and they were freaking out and then... I got out of the shower to check because they were like, they wouldn't stop barking. Huh. And uh, nobody's in the house, but... Was the door locked? No. Well, what if like a neighbor like walked, or like a guest of a neighbor walked into the wrong apartment? Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't really scared by it, but oh. it just happened. So I'm scared to do that anyway. <laughs> Lock your doors? Question mark. Lock your doors. <laughs> Nick be not locking things. And that's all I'm going to say on this podcast. <laughs> Um, at one point, seven of the family's cows were either missing or dead. The cattle's deaths were bizarre, to say the least. Seven of the family's cows. Cows are expensive. Cows are expensive. It would be devastating. Actually, after one dies, I think I would leave. After it was, like, surgically cut up, I'd be like, "Mm -hmm." To let it get to seven? Unless it was seven all at once, but I don't think so. Yeah, so one dead cow had a hole cut in the center of its left eyeball but was otherwise untouched. Another dead cow had the same incision as well as a six-inch hole carved out of its rectum. That poor cow. Hmm. It also had a strange chemical smell that was present at both of the cow's deaths. Hmm. Other cows disappeared entirely. Some of their hoof prints suddenly stopped and passed that they really left behind. So, like, they just, like, floated away. UFO tractor pole... 
beam me up, Scotty. The quintessential. Yeah. That's what an alien should be doing, lifting yeah. cows and shit. Exactly, exactly. So Terry Sherman said, We've seen the UFOs enough, and we know pretty much what the craft looks like, and I think it's definitely associated with the cattle mutilations. You talk to a lot of people around here that at one time or another have seen something they can't explain. There's been a lot of cattle mutilations, and a lot of them weren't reported. Several ranchers told me that they had a mutilation. They called the authorities, and the authorities couldn't do anything, so it was just a waste of time and effort. So even the neighbors are having their cattle get fucked up. Poor cows. Are people, like, I would, remind me of the year of this. 1996. Did they have cameras? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now there's a whole TV show about it. Well, so, like. But I'm just wondering, like, did these people set up any, anything to, like. Well, I guess the footage. Yeah, there's footage out there But somewhere. the footage of it, was it of just things in the sky? Because I'd be curious if they got any footage of, like, I would just have a camera on my cows all the time. Yeah, after the GoPros. For, okay, one, maybe it's just, like, a freak act. Two? Two cows gone? Ain't if funny. I'm not already hightailing it out of there, I'm putting a camera on those motherfuckers. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and that's all I gotta say. <laughs> While some in the region adamantly believe the Shermans have no concrete evidence of their accounts, but they have confirmed their stories. On the other hand, the family was supposedly so terrified of their property that they just sold it 18 months after moving in. It only took three months for Las Vegas real estate giant and UFO enthusiast Robert Bigelow to take it off their hands for 200000 This is when Skinwalker Ranch pivoted from being a UFO-centric place of interest to no one of more earthly, demonic entities from Native American legend. So they switched from, like, the UFO to, like, the Skinwalker. These aren't aliens, these are Skinwalkers. Oh, okay. I thought they were trying to say there was just nothing at all. No. Robert Bigelow bought it, and he said, listen, girl, we're changing the narrative. (laughs) Just for fun, or? Yeah. Switch it up? Switch it up. Well, so here's the thing. Before he left the property, Terry Sherman reported seeing a wolf three times bigger than normal at one point. He shot it three times with a rifle at close range, but it survived. And after Bigelow brought the pop Bart and after Bigelow bought the property under the National Institute for Discovery Science, things got even stranger. Biochemist Colm Keller said that on the night of March 12, 1997, he saw a humanoid figure perched on a tree as it was observing the research team. End quotes. The large creature that lay motionless, almost casually, in the tree. The only indication of the beast's presence was the penetrating yellow eyes of the unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the light. Yellow unblinking eyes? Like Very mothman. <laughs> like a crow? Are crow's eyes yellow? I don't know. But isn't that scary? So That's now they're cool. like... And I believe that maybe all of this exists at once. Like aliens and these things. Maybe the alien. That's the reason why aliens are interested in this area. Is because yeah. of the other things being here. Like, they're like, fuck the humans. We don't care about the humans. What about 
the like other beings that are here. I think that take is interesting. Yeah, I think it seems that a lot of alien type encounters usually, from what I hear, tend to happen in more rural areas. And maybe that has a lot to do with like livestock, it seems like experimentation or something of the sorts. Uh, You're going to obviously have fewer people, rural areas, more space, like... If, if they were experimenting, like, that would be the place to do it, which yeah. does make sense why you hear a lot of the stories in that area. True. Very true. So before Keller said, or, Keller said that he fired at the figure before it vanished, but not before he noticed how it looked. The shape had sharp claws and resembled a predatory bird. The crows. He said it looked heavy. Predatory bird like this. <laughs> Like this with the fucking yellow eyes. Yes, yes, just like that. Actually, no, I think they're like a bluish white. Anyways. Oh, <laughs> um, he said it looked heavy. Uh, and this description was later reported uh, in other sightings that seemed eerily reminiscent of the Navajo legend. Mm. According to Clyde Cluckhone's Navajo Witchcraft, I don't know how to say that last name, but I murdered it. Yeah, you did. Skinwalkers (laughs) represent the opposite of Navajo values. While medicine men and healers in the tribe symbolize good, these shape-shifting witches represent the evil. Ultimately, Bigelow's Institute was intended to confirm or disconfirm the existence of these beings in the area using modern equipment to garner evidence. Keller and investigative journalist George Knapp reportedly experienced nearly 100 incidents. In the end, unfortunately, those involved admitted they had difficulty obtaining solid evidence. Bigelow sold the ranch to a company called Adamantium Real Estate Holdings in 2016, but according to Vice, research into the paranormal on Skinwalker Ranch has continued. Yes, the hash slinging slasher. So now we're getting into the TV show. Do we know who bought it? Yeah. Oh, is the TV show about who bought it? Or... No. So the owner of the Adamant, Adamantium Holdings remains anonymous. Oh, okay. Throughout the History Channel's aired new documentary series uh, that aired in March 2020. Hmm. As one might guess, the shadowy figures seem rather convinced that something is indeed irregular uh, occurring on the property. You know, facing the reality of our mortal mortality is sobering the mysterious owner told vice the anomalies at skinwalker ranch the things that have been reported there for decades if not hundreds of years they seem to attest the fact that we live in a strange universe perhaps we are not alone i think that the opportunity to take the living laboratory like the ranch a place that seems to be the center of gravity of so much of the unexplained it is a unique experience I manage and lead an effort that is believed to be the greatest science project of all time. He said, I love this science project. It's going to win the fair. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so the new guy is like, I'm into it, girl. I believe it. Let's research it. You know what? Good. Enough with the the capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's just... So today's The Ranch's scientific project is run out of the command center, a high-tech hub designed by plasma physicist Eric Bard. 
The property is wired with surveillance systems set up to catch any strange activity. And the last few years, numerous people on the site have become sick with mysterious illnesses. And many oh. employees of the ranch had disquieting experiences, even the head of security. I thought it was all a bunch of crap, he said, one of the legends. Then one night, I'm in one of the bedrooms in the ranch. I'm laying down trying to get some sleep, and then all of a sudden, bam, something slams into my bed. It's like when your kids jump onto your bed with you or someone big need the bed. I sit up and turn on the lights. Nothing's there. This is one of many stories of the people who have visited Skinwalker Ranch have told. But what exactly is happening on the famed Utah property remains unexplained by science. Back to Eric Bard. He's the head scientist at Skinwalker Ranch, and they use a machine that they have named Satan, which stands for Sentinel Assignment Telemetry and Notification. But I just think it's funny that their main resource is called Satan. <laughs> you know? Like, so if you go on their website and you start looking it up, here. it's like, research. And then it's like, Satan, Satan, Satan. <laughs> but it's basically a concrete pit that has antenna sticking above it uh, that measures infrasound, which are low frequencies that coincidentally happen during events that are, like, paranormally. Apparently, infrasounds at high intensity can cause disorientation, dizziness, nausea, visual hallucinations, anger, terror, and paranoia. So it also makes sense why people are like, if that goes off, and then people are like, I feel really sick. It's like, oh, because there's infrasound right now. Yeah. Uh, or like, when people have been citing things, and they're like, well, I promise you I saw it. And then they check the thing, and it's like the infrasounds were off at that point. Right. So, I don't know. I just think that's interesting. Well, energy and, like, the way that people talk about how technology doesn't work. Like, uh, yeah, and, like, paranormal, but I think all of paranormal alien, like, I think all of it has to do with energy in a lot of ways. And I'm sure, yeah, like, sucking the energy out of it in that way. And, yeah. Yeah. And that is Skinwalker Ranch. There's so much more information out there. There, I could go on for days about like different experiences people have had, blah blah blah. Ooh. But I, that's like the base of Skinwalker Ranch. That's Maybe really I'll dig in more into it a different day. But yeah. Ooh. Good story. Thanks. Uh, Claire, three sentence summary. Ooh, Skinwalkers are shape-shifting beings that resemble earthly animals but can be incredibly destructive and do things like aliens would question mark (laughs) the things it it would do like aliens would are cutting open cows sucking them up into their little ufo actually that was more the UFO part. Maybe yeah. not the skinwalker, but that's still part of the summary. Yeah. Maybe. Add that into the sentence. <laughs> Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> <laughs> you never said the sentence had to be good. Uh, or correct. Uh, and last sentence would be... Hmm. Skinwalker Ranch is whack as fuck. Let's find out more. Yeah, yeah, good. Good, Claire. That was so good. Thanks. <laughs> I want a skin... I wish my dog was one. 
You wish your dog was a skinwalker? No. No, I don't either. There are also, like, so many other cryptids get such similar, like, crawlers. I mean, Nico talked about crawlers one week. Those get mixed up with skinwalkers a lot because of, like, how they look in their natural form. Like, this humanoid-esque, like, scrawny figure that can, like, resemble other beings. Mm. I don't know. Just other other cryptids also align with this as well, which is just interesting. And it makes you wonder, like, let's say of all cryptids, there's truth in even 5% of it. It makes you wonder, like, well, they all seem to connect in some ways. So it, it does make you wonder, like, what people saw generations ago and passed on stories versus, like, what people might be seeing now. They could be changing. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Claire, girl boss, gatekeep, gaslight, bimbo. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) The hottest question of all of them. I I don't know if I could choose one this week. You have to. It's one of the rules of being a co-host. You know, although, okay, I will say this has been a gaslighty couple weeks. I've been gatekeeping happiness but i think i'm i'm on the uppity up and that's gotta be like hybrid girl boss bimbo because only girl bosses can like get on the uppity up no bimbos can too but i think i needed a mixture of both yeah do i have to choose this one between girl boss and bimbo what's your like okay your percentages is all of them but like what's your highest percentage this week highest percentage Okay. I love that. Do you want to know why? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Another story I told you earlier? Uh Uh-huh. That's some bimbo shit. That is some bimbo shit. That's all the audience needs to know. Yeah, that's all the pot needs to know. Ooh, leave them with mystery, baby. You know me. Remember that mysterious, that mysterious me? Here we are. Here I am. Not I gotta to uh, keep up the reputation because uh, in actuality, in real life, in the day-to-day, I can't keep my mouth shut. And I'm the opposite of a closed-off person who keeps things to myself. If I could keep a single thing to myself, that would be super awesome. I just can't. But any of y'all wanted to get to know me personally could know that. <laughs> but the pod, the there's pod, too much to even get mystery. into, so the mystery lives ooh, on. Ooh. I'm everything, but I'm nothing. Yeah. And how are you feeling this week, Nick? I'm feeling... Gatekept. Mm. Do tell uh i'm feeling gatekept from achieving a proper mental health day not a good mental health day just a proper one you know like of a of one that i don't want to die (laughs) but so i'm hearing gatekeeping is depression. Gatekeeping is depression, yeah. Right now it is for me. My depression is the gatekeeper. So when is it going to be over? 
I don't know. Okay. I'm like, I'm waiting, girl. I'm so waiting for when's it. So, to... when's the next Manic episode coming out? I know. I'm feeling like, ooh, crazy. No, actually, I think sometimes uh, our, our mental breakdowns fall at different times, but it feels eerily close this time. It does feel eerily close this time. Kind of nice. I know. Kinda we both nice said we're both sad, so... Which is why the pod didn't have because sometimes if just one of us is going through it, we could pull the other along. Yeah. But this time, not this time. And we were by both down and out, one and all of us, I really mean Nick because truly, y'all, I could not even kind. I would be recording on my phone <laughs> voice note app. Yeah, I am not with the equipment. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're right. You're right. So, but if there's a will, there's a way, and we found the will. So we're doing it. Yeah. So here we are. And, and we're here's back. The way. We're back. And do we want to update on our yeah. new posting schedule just temporarily? Our temporary posting schedule is now going to be bi-weekly. So every other week we will be posting just until we're back to our like full selves. We both are really busy and we still want to do this and dedicate time to this, but we want to dedicate a proper amount of time to this. And not a uh, amount of time that makes us not have fun doing this. So we're going to do bi-weekly for a while and see how that goes. And then we bump it up to weekly again in the future. But we will see. But you want the best versions of us. Or semi-good. <laughs> you I want said the best. decent version I said best us. and I said that's a lie. You yeah. want... You want a functioning version of us exactly. on this. And if and if we're incredibly anxious recording the pod, it'll show. You'll know. It'll show. You'll know. All right. Well, you know where to find us. We're on social media at... You can click the link in our bio to subscribe to our Patreon and find our link tree where you can buy merch and such. And I love you. And I love you. And we'll see you. Bye. Bye.